0: Training Camp 2023, Phil Longford of Denver presents Denver Sports Tonight. Good evening, Colorado and the Rocky Mountain Mile High region. What is up? It's Denver Sports Tonight. I'm Cecil Lammy talking about, you guessed it, Broncos training camp and why the concerns about Russell Wilson are far Overblown. I put it out on Twitter or X or whatever the hell we're going to call it now. Earlier today, and we all know that Twitter's the most important thing ever. Exactly. Um, I said, hey, please, for the love of God, anyone in Broncos country, anyone in the Denver media, please stop overreacting to anything that Russell Wilson does on day six of of training camp. We can't even get to a flippin' week and people are like, Russell Wilson sucks. Star Jared Stedham. That's dumb. Okay? And I know, fans, you have to, you know, have some feelings of catastrophizing because of what you've been through over the last seven years. It's been awful and embarrassing. I've talked about this before on this, these very airwaves. But for the love of God, we can't get a week in and Russ throws a pick. And uh, yesterday, there was some fan losing his mind and next to me. And I was like, he's supposed to throw picks. It's practice. Like, I, I, again, in a perfect world, Russell Wilson would never, ever throw an interception. And every single pass would hit the mark. And it would be on time. And he would be perfect in every single possible way. That's not reality. This is football. This is a tough damn sport. Okay? It's tough to play. It's tough to win. It's tough to thrive in this league. Most of the time, the best guy that you know that you played against, unless you played in the NFL and maybe even then sometimes, but like the best guy that you know couldn't play in the NFL. The best guy that you played in, you got your high school stories, right? You're sitting around with your hand down your pants, sitting on a couch, telling your days, Polk High, like married with children. No. Yeah, that guy scored six touchdowns in a game. Like, yeah, that guy sucked. Couldn't make it in the NFL. This is the best of the best of the best. And to get to that level, you got to be damn good. I'm making no excuses for Russell Wilson. He threw a terrible, terrible pass today that was picked off by Justin Simmons. I'm going to get to that in a little bit, but let's talk ball, okay? Because at the end of the day, that's what Sean Payton is looking for. Sean Payton is here in the Mile High City to look for ballers, for ball players, for guys that can fit his mold of what he wants his team to be. At quarterback, you've got one guy. You got a couple of guys that are nice backups. Whatever, Ben DiNucci, Jared Stidham. There's nothing more there with Stidham. Nothing. Stop living in a fantasy land of Jared Stidham could be anything more than he is. Okay, period. And I'd even include Sean Payton in that. If Sean Payton was sitting right here, having a couple of cocktails, right, drinking some scotch and having a steak. I tell Sean Payton, like, stop with this Jared Stidham stuff, dude. Come on. Please. Please. There's better backup quarterbacks available right now on the street. And that's just the truth. I know you paid the guy. I know he's here for a couple of years. And I know he tore up the best defense. Yeah, what happened the next week when they had film on him? He looked like garbage. Okay? And I don't think he's garbage. I don't think he's a bad backup. He's just a backup. You've got Russ, and that's it. You've got Russ or Caleb Williams. You've got Russ or the future that doesn't include. Jared Simmons going to be a backup to whoever next year. Jared Sims is a backup this year. Ben DiNucci will be lucky to make the team. Like, this is what you have. Yet, every time I turn around, somebody's talking about how Russell Wilson sucks. Or Russell Wilson can't get it. Or Russell Wilson doesn't. He's throwing picks and the passes are off the mark. Just all this ridiculous nonsense. Like, seriously, we don't have to say he's the greatest ever. Obviously, he's not. We also, in the same breath, don't have to be like, this is terrible. What Russell Wilson is doing out there is learning in this system. Now, he's making a mistake today that a 12-year vet should not make in this league. Okay? That's what happened today on the interception thrown to Justin Simmons, bird dogged all the way. I did get a couple of questions on Twitter about like, what's a bird dog. And I'm like, well, it's your hunting dog that will just stare and point at the downed bird. Like you just stare at him. Hey, it's over here. That's what Russell Wilson did today. And Justin Simmons made him pay. But Justin Simmons is also the best safety in the league. Arguably, whatever you want to say, like top five. I don't care. We know that he's great. Russell Wilson also made some good throws, like the throw against Pat Sertan. If you're completing anything against Pat Sertan, that's not a dump off. You're doing a good thing. So we're not going to talk about that? Because, listen, if I were to jump on the airwaves, right? Jump on Twitter. Jump on Twitter. Orange and blue today, jump on a podcast, whatever. And if I were to go in front of Broncos country and be like, you know, this throw, and it was against passer 10, and this means Russell's back, and this means Russell's the best, and this is Russell's baby, yeah, woo! Like, no, that's nonsense, okay? At the same time, we can't look at the terrible decision he made It is an interception. There's a terrible throw. He bird-dogged him all the way. I told Andrew Mason earlier today, I don't think he even read the defense. I think he thought that's where he was going with the ball. As soon as he was able to plant that back foot and get into his first hitch, plant, step, throw. And he did it. And he didn't read the defense. Russell Wilson's not a dummy, okay? I'm not a dummy. He's not a guy that's going to struggle to read a defense, Okay, there will be people. Oh, he can't read the field. He's too short. okay, uh, enough, buddy, enough. All right, do we have to do this every time with a short quarterback? Really? Are we not past that yet? Twelve leagues, twelve years in a league doesn't do that for you. Like, are there certain places on the field he probably can't see as well as others? Yeah, he's short. That doesn't mean he can't see and he's out there just just throwing up blindly. Like, no, none of that is true. Most of what you hear about Russell Wilson is not true, both good and bad, by the way. Okay? What you hear about Russell Wilson, no, he sucks. He's throwing these picks. No, he doesn't look good. Like, that's not true. Oh, he's throwing against Pastor Tan. He's making completions. Man, he's the greatest ever. That's not true. Okay? The truth is always somewhere in the middle. So when I come on these airwaves hot, it's because I'm sick and tired of a narrative that isn't true. The bottom line is that we need to figure out who Russell Wilson still can be. Not who he is, and I could give a damn that is cheesy, okay? You want Ben Roethlisberger as your quarterback? Do I need to get into that? You want Deshaun Watson as your quarterback? Do I need to get into that? Okay, you got some cheese ball as your quarterback. Whatever. He's a good man. You can get good football out of him. Now, it's not elite level, okay? No one should be expecting that. But these logical, rational conversations seem to fall by the wayside because of hot takes and clickbait and all these sorts of things. they like, oh, Russ is the worst. No, no, please, okay? We can talk about what he did. We can talk about the good. We can talk about the bad. You take them both, and then you have the facts of life, the facts of Russ. The fact is, Russell Wilson's been pretty average. But it's not even a week in a training camp. I am by no means judging Russell Wilson on August 1st and making any sort of bold proclamations, you know, Uh, where's the Russell meter at? How concerned are you about Russell Wilson? I could give a damn. Talk to me in three weeks. Talk to me on September 1st. Then we will have more information, more information. And there's two types of things in this world. And both of them you don't really want to be, but there's one that's worse than the other. And I've often said on this, these shows and these airwaves, like, hey, don't be dumb. Part of it is is that. But there's two things. There's ignorance and there's nescience. Ignorance is that you have information given to you and you just don't register it and you don't care and you don't use that knowledge and that wisdom. And that's where ignorance comes through. Russell Wilson sucks. That's ignorant. Nescience is when you don't know because the information has not been presented to you. You just don't know. Uh, Maybe you haven't been to training camp. You haven't read the training camp reports at denversports.com. I hope you do. I hope you make it out there. Hey, say hi to me. I appreciate uh, talking to each and every one of you out there, talking to the fans. It's part of the joy of training camp. Honestly, in two hours of practice, we get about, 20 or 30 minutes of, of good stuff, usually at the end, and usually when the media has already heard it over to go talk to coach on Compete Street. But nescience is somewhat forgivable. You just don't know. The information hasn't been presented to you. Ignorance is terrible. The information is there. The information is there for those that are in attendance for training camp. Watch practice. Make the judgment yourself. But is Russell Wilson going to lead the league in touchdowns this year? No. Is he going to lead the league in interceptions this year? No. He might lead the league in sacks and getting sacked because this offensive line's got some question marks. But even with McGlinchy today struggling even against Nick Benito, I'm going to give him not a pass, but I'm going to give him the grace of having more time, something in this life I wish we all had more of, A little bit more grace, a little bit more understanding. McGlinchey's coming off uh, a death in the family. He's just trying to get back up to speed in camp, and Nick Benito got him. Okay? Nick Benito got everybody today. Kana. He got Garrett Bowles. He got him. I'm not supposed to talk bad about him. He was the greatest ever. Like, seriously. All right? Nick Benito got Cam Fleming. He got McGlinchey. He got bowls. He got everybody. He wrecked shop. Okay. Um. It doesn't mean bowls can't play. It doesn't mean McGlinchey. is terrible. Why did they pay him all this money? None of that. Please. This is not the reflex test. Okay. I'm not a doctor. You're not sitting on a table. I'm not whacking in the knee with some hammer to see if you kick. Okay. When information is presented. Hey, Russ threw a really bad interception today. The interception the other day, Caden Stearns makes his diving plays, Dennis Rodman, whatever, like, that's a spectacular play. And it was Russ trying to challenge things, trying to see if Greg Dulcich could go get it. Greg Dulcich did go get one pass today. It wasn't from Russ because Greg Dulcich has not been performing well, so he's not getting those valuable first-team reps. He's catching passes from Ben DiNucci. But at least he went and got it today. The pass was from Jared Siddham, I believe. But he went and got it with one hand. He made that extra effort to get that grab, something on this show. I've said, hey, Dulcich isn't really going to get it. If it's like not right to him, he's not catching it. And this is the NFL. Again, everyone is great in this league. Now, there's varying levels, certainly. I remember years ago, I kinda have a big mouth. I kind of sometimes don't think before I talk. <laughs> and I remember with Mark Schlereth, this was like 2003, and I was like, this guy sucks. That guy sucks. This said terrible. What a terrible guy. We get to commercial, and Sync goes like, hey, it's the league. Nobody sucks. You make it here. You don't suck. And I was like, yeah, but that guy sucks. Um, I look at things differently now. Again, age, wisdom, not saying that I have it. I have age, to be sure. But just the experience of watching this game and knowing what's... The, this isn't our first rodeo, okay? This isn't the the very first time we've seen training camp. Oh, my God. They're not playing tomorrow, okay? And honestly, I wouldn't be really that concerned if they were playing tomorrow. I'd be like, Russ, you're going to run the hell out of the ball. You're going to hand off a lot. You're going to set up some play action I think Russ had some bad habits he needs to break, and he still needs to break them. Russell Wilson, um, and, and it's a habit, so I don't want to say through no blame of his own. No, no, no. This is on you, Russ. This is on you. Russell Wilson caused these problems that he has. He caused these bad habits of, you know, I can do it. He can make that throw. He can force that ball. Like, you can't do that, man. You can't do that. It's a bad habit. He's got a bad habit of bird-dogging guys. He's got a bad habit of making his mind up before he even reads the defense. Just read the defense. The great thing about this offense, I saw Russell Wilson take off to run t- two times today, maybe three times. And it was team drills. Thank God. It wasn't seven on seven. But it was team drills. And I understand that that's part of, you know, his Command from on high with Sean Payton is if you don't see anybody open, just run. Well, see him open, okay? See him open. Because the great thing about this Sean Payton offense that I can tell you as someone who's watched every single practice of the offseason, except for one, I was in Vegas, every single practice at training camp, somebody's always open. The great thing about the Sean Payton offense, and I cannot wait to chart plays, I pretty much know what this system is. Not that I can guess what the plays are. This isn't Greg Roman's offense, for the love of God. Greg Roman is so terrible with the Baltimore Ravens that you could just watch the TV copy, which I do not suggest. Watch Coach's tape. But you could watch the TV copy and know what Greg Roman was going to do with Lamar Jackson. No wonder Lamar was frustrated. Sean Payton's offense isn't that. There'll be some unpredictability to be sure, but this is the 2021 Saints. This right here, what we're seeing at training camp, if you want to see a replica of that, if you want to see an echo blast from the past, watch the 2021 Saints. That's what he's doing. He's not doing the stuff that he did with Drew Brees. There are some sale concepts. Uh, It's common in the league. People throw different wrinkles in. Um... Four receivers, two on each side, one's high, one's low. And it's up to your quarterback to read where's the defense go. Um, you have your standard cover two beaters. There, There's nothing. I haven't seen anything in training camp that is revolutionary. The thing that I see in training camp is a really well-designed offense that fits what his personnel does. Russell Wilson needs to know that somebody's open on every play. Sean Payton schemes somebody open on every play. Now it's up to Russ to break the bad habit, and these are habits. And what's the Peyton Manning thing? I think it was on a commercial. He's like, you need 10,000 reps, 10,000 hours, 10,000 minutes, whatever it was, 10,000 something. Can I have $10,000, Peyton? Anyway, I digress. Like, you need reps to get this out of your system. Russell Wilson has bad habits. And those are habits that he created. This isn't Nathaniel Hackett's fault. You can blame a lot on Nathaniel Hackett. I'd like to blame that hailstorm last night around Castle Rock on Nathaniel Hackett, but unfortunately, he doesn't have that kind of power. He doesn't have much power. Hell, he can't even control himself at the dinner table. Look at his waistline. (laughs) Wait a second, wait a second. Not supposed to be personal. Not supposed to be mean. I'm not taking shot at Nathaniel Hackett's fat ass. What I am taking shot at is people that make these wild assumptions about Russell Wilson. Okay, stop. Please, stop. We're not even a week in. And already, it's like the Tim Patrick thing. And uh, James said I made him mad, playfully, of course, about how he was saying, hey, you know, your third receiver on a run-heavy team is now going to be out for the year. Um, it sucks because of that dog that Tim Patrick has. There were some people on, I think Facebook or something today. One of my articles. They're like, you, no, 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 he's like Tim Patrick. Okay, there's a, a certain amount of truth to that. I'm not going to ignore that. But at the end of the day, your third receiver on run heavy teams not going to be there, and you've got multiple options to replace him. Okay, but yet you you think that people just lost their favorite pet. Like oh man, I put Sparky down this week. Vet said he wasn't gonna make it. Like you, you would think. And again, I'm standing next to that one fan who's like cussing in front of the little kids, like f bombs in front of the, in front of the kids. When Tim Patrick goes down, I'm like, can we control ourselves, please? Like seriously, I thought the dude was gonna cry. I'm like, man, it's. I love Tim Patrick, okay? And when I say this, it's no insult to Tim Patrick. It's just the reality of the nature of the situation. A third receiver on a run-heavy team is not going to be there. And it's not like you don't have anybody else. You do. you got plenty of options. Yes, they don't have experience. But we got to stop acting. Let, let me do this. Let me do this, okay? Because here's my solution for this God-blessed nonsense that I'm hearing. KJ, KJ, be ready. Uh-oh, Raj already called me. <laughs> I'm looking at my phone now. I'm like, Raj just called me. Uh Uh-oh. What did I say? I hope I didn't say anything too offensive about Nathaniel Hackett's ever-expanding waistline. Anyway, here's what I'm going to do. When someone's out there being like, Russell, I mean, Russell, I'm here to tell you guys, Russell Wilson can't play. You know what I'm going to say? Here's my answer. Don't play any of the games. Don't play any of the games. I think it was Dennis Miller. Years ago, I can't remember. Some Sam Kennison, maybe? I don't know. Uh, But when someone says something ridiculous, you disagree with them. Because you're never going to change their mind. The people that hate Russell Wilson are now hate-watching Twitter. Oh, Russ threw a pick. I told you guys he sucks. I'm going to post this on my fantasy football league. Like, the people that hate Russell Wilson, you're not changing their minds. Okay, their minds are made up. They hated him in Seattle. They hated last year. They hate short people. They hate Russ. Like, whatever. I don't even care. But here's what's going to happen. Someone's on it. Uh, and, 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 and even my cohorts, even my colleagues, hell, even my boss, uh, James Merrillat, is like, man, they, they lose Tim Patrick. Here's what I'm ready to do. Hey, James, don't play any games. You're right. They lost Tim Patrick for the year. They don't play any games. It's not even worth it. I could make the argument, and this is very cruel, but it's the nature of the business. I could make the argument that the record would not have been different with a healthy Tim Patrick last year. Okay? Now, I hope he'd be wrong. I think Sean Payton makes up three games difference because Nathaniel Hackett was that bad. But I could make the argument that even with Tim Patrick last year, they wouldn't have won more games. Okay, and I I hope I'm wrong, and we'll never know, or whatever. And again, none of this is supposed to be an insult to Tim Patrick. He's a great man, love his mentality, love his skill set, always admire his uh, fierceness for this game of football, the love for football. I mean, I love football. That's why I love Tim Patrick. But I'm not going to sit here and tell you, Chicken Little, the sky is falling. So whether it's James or Will or my man ZB, anyone who's been like, man, Tim Patrick is done and this is just terrible news and this is the day that their fate did not change on July 31st. Okay? Football is not played that way. Okay? their fate this season for the Broncos is not over because the number three wide receiver is hurt. And Russell Wilson's thrown a couple of picks. All right? So whenever I hear someone, oh, man, the, and Russ, I'm concerned about, what are you going to do? <laughs> As my voice cracks, puberty's a wonderful thing. What are you going to do? Seriously hey, Russell Wilson, he's throwing, he threw that pick, man. And it was a terrible throw. It was a terrible decision. It was a bad habit, Russ. I feel like I'm scolding him. Bad, Russ. (laughs) But when I run into those people, rather than use logic or reason with them, I'm just going to be like, yeah, you're right. Don't play the games. Because hopefully when you say something as ridiculous as that, it jars them into the reality of, hey, There's a lot of football to be played. In fact, it's a whole damn schedule. (laughs) So I'm done with it, man. I'm done with the, oh, Russ is terrible. This is the worst thing ever. No, stop, please. Enough, enough. And I'm done with the, like, the season's over and they lose Tim Patrick. What are they going to do? I don't know. Play Brandon Johnson. Go sign Jarvis Landry. I don't know. All I know is there hasn't been a 500-yard number 3 receiver on this team since Wes Welker on the year that Peyton Manning broke the record for yardage. So I like reality. I'm not saying I live in it all the time. Hell, I play fantasy football for the love of God. I'm a GM. I get to run a team. But for the love of God, can we use a little bit of logic? A week into training camp, Russ has looked Painfully average. And here's my prediction. Actually, I'll do this so I can call Raj back. (laughs) I'm sorry, boss. Anyway, if I were to make a prediction on Russell Wilson, it might be one that makes you really happy, but not for reasons that you think. I will tell you what my Russell Wilson prediction is way too early prediction. Coming up next. It's Training Camp 2023. Phil Longford of Denver presents Denver Sports Tonight. I am Cecil Lammy talking about the Denver Broncos. Been out at training camp every day. Be out there again tomorrow and Thursday and Friday and Saturday and a little bit of a day off on Sunday. Remember, our Denver Sports Tonight's analysis of Training Camp 2023 is brought to you by Phil Longford of Denver. So, Russell Wilson, where is he at? Where is he going to be? It's way too early prediction, but at least I'm not saying he's the greatest ever. He's going to suck. Honestly, and this might be as bad as those other two opinions, but, like, this might just be kind of who he is. Okay? But the one thing, and I noted this before training camp. Back in July, I wrote, long time ago, yesterday, back in July... I wrote the three things that Russell Wilson needs to do to succeed under Sean Payton. One is listen. Listen, 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 Linda. Listen. He needs to listen. And I do believe that Russell Wilson, because people have made, again, so many wild assumptions. Oh, his ego won't allow him to whatever. Like, does he have an ego? Yeah. But how are you going to have an ego after last year when everybody knows you were terrible? Like, Russell Wilson knows that. He's not out there being like, let's run. You know what I mean? Like, now he's saying, go Broncos. (laughs) Because he took that hit. And he's not going to have that ego. Russell Wilson, and listen. It's something when, oh, Josh Allen or Cam Newton, when scouts or even media members And with Cam, it was for other reasons. Um, Didn't dare I bring up Nolan Araki? But anyway, when people bag on a quarterback because he's so egotistical, I'm like, I don't want Stuart Smalley, Mark Sanchez, okay? I don't want the quarterback that's like, I'm good enough, I'm smart enough, and gosh darn it, people like me. I don't want that. So when a quarterback's, when someone's talking about a quarterback's ego, I'm like, good, good. Right? I'm like the emperor, palpatine, like good, use your power. Yes, ego, yes. You're a quarterback. You telling me Peyton Manning doesn't have ego? I know, I know. Nicest guy ever, and I do love Peyton. But like, no, yeah, you're a quarterback. You gotta have an ego. But again, Russell Wilson is smart. Russell Wilson isn't gonna look at this situation and be like, I know better. Last year, he did that because Hackett let him do it. The parents, remember, Sean Payton, everything Sean Payton said was true. I don't care if Hackett didn't like it. He broke the code. What are you, a samurai? <laughs> like, seriously, he broke the code. Well, he's not a cowboy. I know there's a the cowboy code. I've studied enough, uh, you know, Eastern philosophy to know that, okay, there's a the samurai code. And, uh, hey, Nathaniel Hackett, you're none of that, okay? You lack Discipline. But Russell Wilson, he's going to listen. He's got to break the habit. Isn't that a Linkin Park song? <laughs> break the habit? Like, I'm, I'm right, right? I'm right. Yeah, we need some Linkin Park up on this, up in here. Um, He's got to break the habit. Because I'm breaking the habit tonight. Russell Wilson needs to break the habit. He's got bad habits. And it doesn't come from poor work ethic. It doesn't come from ego. It doesn't come from poor study habits or whatever. It's just when the you know when the play is live. I hesitate. I don't like using war analogies with football. Um, one, I respect the hell out of the military. Obviously, I got family in, in the military, um, and I, I just don't think they're accurate. You know, because people will say the people be saying people will say <laughs> English. Do you speak it? People will say. Hey, when the bullets are live, well, they're not, those aren't live rounds out there, baby. Like, come on, let's not, let's not make that analogy, right? But I do remember I was at Radio City Music Hall in New York City for the 2010 NFL Draft. And there was some guy named Tim Tebow that was drafted by your Denver Broncos. And God rest his soul to Marius Thomas. Love that guy. Um, But I remember there were some Marines on hand because they were there, you know, part of the honor and the military and all that um, at Radio City Music Hall. And I ended up talking to him because, again, I had seen Tim Tebow at the Senior Bowl. It was terrible. They were taking a cinder block and putting it in front of his feet so he would only stride so far because Tim had this really wide stance He had this really wide stance, and he would really wide and really throw, and it would be awful. And so they took an actual concrete cinder block and put it in front of his feet so he could only stride so far. It didn't help. But I remember talking to these Marines. And I talked to him about Tim Tebow. I said, like, can that muscle memory be changed? And they brought up, you know, taking live fire and how muscle memory, that's just what you go to. When there's live fire, that's where you go. And it's always stuck with me. Like, you, you've got that muscle memory to beat. You've got to relearn. I guess I'm going total Star Wars on you tonight. You must unlearn what you have learned, Russell Wilson. Because Nathaniel Hackett let him get away with this stuff. All right? Anyone that's parents out there or you who were parented by somebody out there. You ever have one parent that lets you get away with something and then the other one's like, no, you're not doing that. Well, why not? Well, yeah, because you're not doing that. Russell Wilson has gone from a parent that wasn't monitoring him whatsoever and just wanted to be cool. I feel like this is something off a of Half Baked where it's like the, uh, I want to uh, connect with my son smoker, right? Or the what's the old lady? It's like it's good for my glaucoma too. Like that's that's what Nathaniel Hackett was. He was the I want to identify with my son smoker. Where he's lighting up, his son's in the other room torching up as well. Like seriously, that's what Hackett was. I want to be cool with Russ. How you doing, Russ? How's Sierra, Russ? He was weird, man. That's weird. Don't be weird about another man's wife. How you? How's Sierra doing, Russ? I love I love Sierra. I love Russ. I can dance, Russ. Like, oh, Hackett, terrible, awful. Get out of here. Get him out of here. And they did that. But it allowed Russ, and this is where I'm blaming Russ. I'm also putting some of the blame on Hackett because he allowed it to happen. Hell, I'd put some of the blame on George Payton. George Payton, this is all your mess. I know, son. And there's still fans out there, even Broncos fans, that'll still blame John Elway for something. Oh, this is Elway's fault. (sighs) Oh, man. Um, Right now, we're staring at George Payton's mess. Because they did the coaching. How about we get a camera crew together for that, huh? When they're searching for their next GM. You want to do that? Behind the Broncos. Finding the guy that replaced the guy that couldn't hire the guy. This is all George Payton's mess. So, I'm going to assert the blame Necessarily on Russell Wilson because it's him. At the end of the day, it's you, dude. It's you. It's not anybody else. For everyone out there in life, oh, my, my boss. I remember I used to complain about my high school coach all the time. And I remember one of my girlfriend's fathers finally talked to me when I was like 21. And it was like, how long ago was that? And I was like, it was, a, it was like in high school and then coach didn't play me. And then I went to Pine and he was like, get over it. Uh, it's like a uh, moonstruck snap out of it. Like, yeah, you can only blame other people for so long. At the end of the day, it's you. It's you. You're driving this vessel in your life. You, your direction, your energy, your focus, your outcome. It's you. Russell Wilson, these bad habits are on you, but damn it. Nathaniel Hackett, let it happen. And George Payton watched over the whole thing. He's like, it's fine. Totally fine. Rome's burning. What are you talking about? It's fine. What's the meme of the cartoon dog sitting in the fire like this is fine. It's totally fine. That was George Payton sitting there with some clown Nathaniel Hackett running around letting Russ do whatever. The reason why, because, again, I've studied Russell Wilson since he was at NC State. I studied him at the Senior Bowl. He got mad at me and puffed up his chest to me at the Senior Bowl because I said, how about you come to Denver and back up Tim Tebow? I get it. It's probably, you know. Probably an insult, (laughs) but I knew the Broncos liked him. Anyway, the fact of the matter is these habits were developed now. Russ didn't have these habits before. Okay, did he play a little hero ball? Did he hold on to the ball a little bit too long? Sure. These are all things. I'm the guy that said three, four years ago, hey, Seattle's going to get rid of Russ. I said that three or four years ago, and nobody believed me. Well, you believe me now, right? Right. But when I said those things and when I was talking to Seattle teammates and Seattle people in that building, it wasn't like, hey, Russ has got all these bad habits. It was just like, you know, what we want to do doesn't mesh with what Russ wants to do. Well, now Russ got to do what he wanted to do, and it was terrible because he had no direction from Nathaniel Haggard. Do what you want, Russ. Are you okay, Russ? I can dance, Russ. Now you've got direction. Now you've got a leader. You've got Sean Payton, and everybody's open. Well, sometimes. But on every play, there's somebody open. There's at least one player open on every play. Russ has got to find the guy. You've got to develop better habits. That starts in practice. And in six days, this is what we call a callback. In six days, I am not making a final determination on, this is Russell Wilson. Even if that final determination is, this just might be who he is. Russell Wilson has been broken. His spirit's almost been broken. And Russ is a strong dude, man. And, uh, you know, he always brings it up, and and for good reason. It's very impactful when you lose a parent. And that has shaped Russell Wilson's life. I give him a lot of credit. He's very strong, very strong-willed, and I appreciate his positive thinking. We need more of that. Again, for the people that hate Russell Wilson, I'm not going to change your mind, okay? You're just going to hate him and whatever. Go, go, fine, go, enough. Go on, get out of here. With all that, like, nonsense. Russell Wilson's a cheese ball, yeah? But he's the Broncos' cheese ball, and you better love him. Because there's a lot of quarterbacks out there that are... (laughs) God, I wish I could cuss. Um, It starts with a D, and it ends with... Uh, I can't even. I can't even finish what it ends with because then you'll figure it out. And the kids are in the car anyway. Um, there's a lot of players that are d bags. I'll clean it up a little bit for radio. There's a lot of play. There's a lot of quarterbacks out there that are not the type of guy that you would like to represent your team. Russell Wilson is, and again, good guy award, whatever. I'm not handing out a good guy award. Russell Wilson needs to be better, but these habits that were formed last year, these are relatively newer habits, but they are there, and they're ingrained. He needs to get rid of it. He needs to be better. He needs to break these habits. He does that in camp. Give him more than six days, people. All right? I'm not making excuses for Russ. I told you it was a terrible interception today. I've told you he has the bad habits. I'm the only one that's explained to you the why. Oh, man, Russ sucks. Look at that. Russ sucks. Everybody, Russ sucks. That's not analysis. Hey, everybody, Russell Wilson sucks. You don't tune in for that, okay? That's not analysis. That's not telling you what's going on. Our Denver Sports Tonight analysis of training camp 2023 is brought to you by Phil Longford of Denver. Do you know what Phil Longford of Denver appreciates? Actual analysis. Russell Wilson sucks is not analysis. Russell Wilson formed bad habits because Nathaniel Hackett led him? That's analysis. What are the bad habits? I told you. Listen up. Russell Wilson's got to break him. We'll see if he can do just that. It's Denver Sports tonight, and there is a player that I didn't think we'd get anything from that we're getting a whole lot of lumps. I'll tell you about Nick Benito next. It's Training Camp 2023. Bill Longford of Denver presents Denver Sports Tonight. Cecil so Lammy telling you about Nick Benito. And Benito has put together a really good camp today. It was great. Over the course of training camp, I haven't talked much about Nick Benito. I haven't written much about Nick Benito. I've taken notes about Nick Benito. And he's had a batted pass here or there that seems to be something with Russell Wilson every day. Um, put that in your mental notebook. He's had some pressures, to be sure. He can't sack anybody, take him to the ground or whatever. Uh, but you can tell Nick Benio, you know, the bend of the burst and all those sorts of things. These things that we saw in film in college, today, I got to tell you, wrecked fools. And not, not fools. the greatest guys ever. He wrecked anybody that he was up against. He went up against Cam Fleming, and he won. And Fleming's not terrible. He's not the greatest ever, but Cam Fleming is a good, solid pro tackle. I'm glad that Cam Fleming's here. Garrett Bowles, your starting left tackle, pro-bowl caliber player. Nick Benito got around him today, easily. Mike McGlinchey, the most expensive right tackle in all of football, was grasping for air on a play where Nick Benito faked the bull rush, went inside spin, got right to the quarterback, play over, done. Nick Benito is building confidence. And Nick Benito is learning to stack moves. Nick Benito's always had moves. Hey, he's getting, you know, rip move. Hey, I got a swim move. Hey, I got a spin move. Hey, I got bend and burst. Like, he can definitely, he's very bursty, okay? He didn't know how to put them together. He didn't know how to set them up. You know, set up that first move. If it doesn't work, quickly go to a second move or just have a first move that's kind of a dummy move because you're setting up the second move anyway. That's what he did to McGlinchey today. It's remarkable, the nuance, the savvy That you see from that young man out on the football field. And I know, AI, it's just practice. But we didn't say anything like this from Medino last year. So this is a good thing. A really good thing for this Broncos team to have a guy like Nick Benito making a development, making those plays, getting better and improving. And is he going to set the edge and help against the run? No. (laughs) Not at all. Not now. Maybe later he will, and every player can change. Hell, Montre Washington had a good day of practice today. How many times, you can count the times on one hand of a bad woodshop teacher. How many times I've praised Montre Washington. He had a good day today. A good day as a receiver, which is even more important, because whatever is a returner. He's fast. Like, okay, whatever. Plenty of guys. Taylor Grimes is fast. Nice day. But Nick Benito, stacking moves, improving. Getting better, building confidence. I don't care if he can't stuff the run right now. I'm not asking Nick Benito, hey, do everything right now. But you're seeing the progress in what you need to see. And I appreciate that, man. I appreciate that Nick Benito is doing that. So even if he has to become a pass rush specialist, where it's third and eight or third and 12, and that's when Nick Benito comes in, great. I know he can get it done. And I've seen it out at Broncos Training Camp. Broncos Training Camp, Denver Sports Tonight, analysis of Training Camp 2023. It's all brought to you by Phil Long, Ford of Denver. I'm Cecil Lammy saying thanks for listening, everybody. Appreciate you all. Check out denversports.com and sign up for that Denver Sports Daily. Every single morning, hot and fresh, right to your inbox, the top Denver sports news. It is the Denver Sports Daily. He's KJ, the man of the box. I'm Cecil Lammy saying... Thanks for listening, and as always, stay frosty, baby.